Gonzalez. No. Nay. We interrupt regular folks. Now, it's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good afternoon, and welcome to week number seven of the high school football season. My name is Eric Fry, and I'm here on the Cumberland Pirate pregame show brought to you by the First Neighbor Bank of Toledo as we get you set for this afternoon's matchup between the Cumberland Pirates and the Tri-County Titans. Cumberland is coming off a 25-14 win against Arcola last week in which the Pirates didn't beat themselves in order to get that victory. Cumberland didn't turn the ball over and only had four penalties for 17 yards on the night. After a scoreless first quarter, Cumberland exploded for 19 points in the second quarter, including an 80-yard touchdown pass from Braden Olmstead to Blake McMeekin. Pirates would get another score in the fourth quarter on a 96-yard touchdown run by McMeekin to put the game away. Cumberland had over 400 yards of offense, including 100 yards through the air. The Pirate defense, however, also looked very strong as they held Arcola just 206 yards of total offense. Cumberland now sits at 4-2 and two on the season and will look to get their all-important fifth win of the year today against 0-6 Tri-County. Tri-County is coming off a 47-24 loss to Argenta last Friday. However, they did put up the most points that they have thus far this season in that loss last week. Cumberland will look to get that all-important fifth win coming up in just a little bit. Before we get to that game, however, let's hear what Coach Watkins had to say earlier this week about last week's game and this week's matchup with Tri-County. Eric Fry here, joined on the starting lineup by Coach Watkins of the Cumberland Pirates. And uh, Coach, big win uh, last week for the, the Pirates. Uh, didn't beat yourselves, and that was the main thing, getting out of there with a 25-14 win against Arcola. Yeah, we played, I mean, not great, but, but okay. Um, you would have liked to see us kind of shut the door. We soon lead there late 25 to nothing, and I think we kind of just went to cruise control and didn't, you know, kind of exactly finish the game uh, the way we wanted to. And they kind of got some, you know, a couple scores late that, that made it a little closer than, than maybe it was. But, uh, yeah, overall, I mean, pretty pleased with, with the way we played offensively and defensively. Um, special teams left a little to be desired. You know, that's something we've been kind of focused on this week, trying to get a, get some stuff cleaned up on that side of the ball. Yeah, and one thing, Coach, that, you know, we had talked about was uh, big playability, and the Pirates just really hadn't had a big play this season. It just felt like, you know, grinding out drives, but on Friday night, two big plays uh, with the 80-yard touchdown pass from Olmstead to McMeekin at the end of the uh, first half and then the big 96-yard touchdown run. How important is it to show that, hey, we can do more than just grind out drives? We can have that big play home run ability if we need it. I think it's huge. I mean, we, that's something, you know, we've, like you said, not been able to do here uh, lately. And, and being able to hit two of them, you know, big, that that was great. Which, you know, I feel like Blake's got that ability, you know, anytime. He can, you know, make a lot of times he's, he's one guy away, you mm-hmm. know, from, from doing that. And it was really nice to see, you know, Olmstead hit that one. Uh, he had a couple opportunities in, in Arthur, you know, the, and we talked about it. You know, if you hit, you know, hit one of those, that three or four, you know, we got to, one of them, maybe that, that changes the game a little bit. So it was really good for his confidence to see him um, step up and, and throw a good ball there. That was um, So, yeah, the, that's kind of the difference between us, I feel like, this year and last year is just the explosiveness. We don't really have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, getting two there on, on uh, last Friday, hopefully that, that continues and, again, gives us some confidence uh, moving forward. Yeah, and speaking of the Pirate offense, you know, starting off so strong, 44-41, 
weeks one and two. Kind of been in a, a little bit of a lull here. Does last Friday night give you some confidence in this offense that, you know, heading into maybe not this weekend, but Nokomis, Argenta, and then the postseason, hopefully, uh, that that offense can kind of get it going? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I, I kind of what we're focused on, you know, and you don't ever want to put the cart before the horse, you know, but if we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and those are the kind of things you're not going to have blowout games. You know, you're not going to win by 40 points in the playoffs. That's just not, you know, how it normally works. Um, so we've got to learn to win those type of games. Um, if the explosive plays come, that's great. But, you know, to, to get where we want to get to, we've got to learn to win, you know, the games like we did, you know, against Villa Grove and, and even the Arcola. And, I mean, I'm, Arthur was a loss, but, you know, it was kind of that grinded-out type of game, and that's mm-hmm. what we expect you know, moving forward in the, in the playoffs. And if you throw out, let's talk the defense for a second. You throw out the Sullivan game, putting them 33 on this Pirate defense. Defensively, you have not let a team score more than 44 points this season. Does that make it a little bit easier on offense, knowing that your defense has been playing so well? It does. And, again, that's kind of we're trying to hopefully generate a recipe that will, if we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs, have success in the playoffs, and that's, you know, ball control and then that, that, you know, shortens the amount of time that your defense has to be on the field and have to play. And, um, you know, I thought last week at Arcola, not necessarily as much in the second half, but the first half we, we possessed the ball quite a bit. And, that, and then that's for the defense, you know, to be able to get their offense off the field um, so we have an opportunity to, to have the ball. So um, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, the defense, we have faith in them, you know, and they've done a really good job. Like you said, we give up no more than 14 points, I don't think, with the exception of, uh, of Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So. They're solid, and, and again, I think it kind of works hand in hand with our offense and, and kind of the ball control offense we've been we've been using as well. Let's talk this week uh, playing on Saturday, not on Friday night. Is that do you feel a good thing, a bad thing, or does it kind of not really matter much? Well, I'm just I don't know. You probably asking me for just a routine. <laughs> and I like to get that routine, but yeah. uh, you know, playoffs normally on Saturday, and, and that's something you know we we kind of got to get used to. I think so. It kind of throws a wrench. I'm not a fan of, you know, that Arthur game. We got a half day of school, and then two Fridays we don't have school when we play our gym and just stuff like that just gets us out of our routine. And, and I'm a big fan of it, but we're not the only ones that have to deal with that. So I just assume it'd be the same and be normal and follow the routine that we normally have, but that's not the way it works out. So we've got to go Saturday to, to Tri County and play. And, you know, I mean, it's a one o'clock game, so we got to leave here a little after 10 and bring his kids up and, you know, have a walkthrough and, and feed them a brush and stuff. And, um, just hopefully try to keep it as much routine as we can, you know, but it, it is what it is. And, Coach, is it hard uh, to get the team – I'm trying to figure out how to word this – to focus taking on an 0-16 this late in the season without looking ahead at possibly Nokomis, Argenta, two teams that may be fighting for playoff spots um, when we face them in a couple of weeks? Is it hard to get the team to focus on an 0-6 opponent at this point? I mean, it could be, but again, we go over scattering reports, and if you look at their scores, I mean, they're they, you know they got beat by Arthur by 20. They mm-hmm. got by, I mean, our Cola game was a 21 to 12 game. I mean, they put up 24 points against our Dennis. So, I think the evidence is there that yes, they are 0 and 6, but it's yep. not like they're 40 pointed every week. I mean, they played Salem Valley to a 12-8 game. Yep. I mean, it's they're you know they're and they're, the type of offense that they run is kind of is, is the ball control that wing key stuff and they're happy with three yards and they're going to slow the game down so anytime you face an opponent like that you're concerned because if they can you know pick up first downs get confidence and stuff um you know they it, it can change the complex of the game so um i hope we shouldn't be you know we keep focused on on one week at a time now we've, we've discussed you know bigger goals and stuff and 
not necessarily looking ahead, but where we want to get to, but we've got to just take it one week at a time. And one last thing, Coach, to get you out of here, mentioning that in the way Trent kind of likes to grind uh, the football, kind of like the Pirates do a little bit. How important is penalties and possession of the football limiting turnovers this week? I know you're saying it's important every week, but how much more important this week against a team that likes to hold on to the ball and just grind out a ball game? Well, like you said, it's, it's critical every week, but more so even even so this week. Um, so we've got to make sure and get them. The thing with an offense like they're running is if you get them behind the sticks, it makes it much more difficult. You know, mm-hmm. so if they have or we can get some negative plays or tackle for losses, and then those you know those second turn second tens turn second twelves or thirteens, and then you know they kind of have to get away from what they want to do as far as running the ball and, and maybe get to throwing the ball. So um, it's it's critical, you know, hanging on the ball every week and and making sure we don't have those those silly penalties. But it's just as critical for them, you know, as well and, and the type of offense they want to run. All right, Coach. Well, we will talk to you on Saturday. Wish you the best of luck. We'll talk to you after the game. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Coach, for joining us. Now let's finish out the pregame show by looking at games that happened last night and some upcoming games on the Cromwell Media Group stations. In Apollo Conference action, FGM suffered their fourth loss of the season as they fell to Muhammad 47 to nothing. Charleston also fell to 5-2 on the year as they lost to Mount Zion 28-14. That's now Mount Zion's sixth win of the season and makes them playoff eligible. And finally, it was Taylorville picking up their fourth win of the year 28-21 over Mattoon. In Central Illinois Conference action, Clinton earned their fifth win of the season 48-24 over Warrensburg-Latham, who fell to 3-4 on the year. Tuscola improved to 3-4 on the season with their 52-33 win over Macon Meridian. And Shelbyville stayed perfect on the season as they defeated Central A&M 39-13. With the loss, Central A&M is now 2-5 and and eliminated from playoff contention. In South Central Conference action, Greenville stayed perfect on the season, defeating Carlinville 41-7. Pena got back to their winning ways with a 43-9 win over Gillespie. Pena now has five wins on the season as well. Litchfield improved to 4-3 on the season with a 37-0 win over Staunton. Piasaw got a close 2019 win over North Mac for their fourth win of the year. And Vandalia got a win on homecoming 27-3 over Hillsborough to get their fifth win of the year. In the Illini action, Newton fell to Robinson 36-28 on Newton's homecoming. Paris got their fourth win of the season, defeating Olney 20-7. And in the battle for the Little Illini Conference, it was Mount Carmel getting the close win over previously undefeated Casey 23-20. Also, in college football from last night, Illinois fell to Nebraska 20-7. Besides our game here in Tri-County, there's another high school game going on today as 1-5 Marshall will host 5-1 Lawrenceville in Little Illini action. In college action that you can hear over on 98.9 The Game tonight at 6 o'clock, Minnesota will host Michigan. And finally, in NFL action tomorrow on 98.9 The Game at 11 a.m., it will be the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, that does it for the Cumberland Pirate pregame show brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. Now, time to head to the booth for today's broadcast of Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Arr, batten down the hatches. The Cumberland Pirates be coming. And off again to the for what Burner on the left hand side. He's got a big hole. He's got one man to beat. Down the sideline. He's going to carry that man. Still carry him all the way into the end zone. Caught by Cumberland at the 15 yard line. Got a block. He's got another one. He's got a big hole. He's going to bounce to the outside. 50, 45, 40, 35, 
Jacobs, they got the kick and release. 20, 25, 15, 10, 5, and an opening kickoff. Return for a touchdown, Cumberland Pirates. It's, it, it's going to be a fumble in the backfield. Deep in the backfield, it's going to be picked up by Cumberland in for a touchdown. He's going to step on the defender, he's going to dive through the goal line, he's in. It's now time for Cumberland Pirates football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome to Tri-County School here for this matchup between your Cumberland Pirates and the Tri-County Titans. We're now going to step away for the National Anthem brought to you by Cuts Insurance. And we'll be back with um, kickoff for this Cumberland versus Tri-County game in just a moment here on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. This is Cumberland High School Football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. And welcome back here to Tri County High School up in Oakland, Illinois, for this matchup between your 4 and 2 Cumberland Pirates and the 0 and 6 Tri County Titans. Eric Fry here, happy to be with you on a brisk fall afternoon of Saturday football. Hopefully, it's something that the Pirates have to get accustomed to really soon but first take care of business today if the Cumberland Pirates do win today they will get that all-important fifth win but as I said you heard it in the pregame show brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo that this tri-county team put up the most points they put up all season long last week in their loss so I think it's an offense that's kind of starting to find its groove a little bit that can be very dangerous possible look-ahead game for the Pirates as well maybe a trap game as well here at tri-county I've always said it I've said it as long as I've been doing Cumberland Pirate football, Tri-County plays the Cumberland Pirates tough every single time they play them. Every year, Tri-County plays Cumberland tough every year. So, again, this being up in Tri-County on a Saturday afternoon, the schedule's kind of shifted. Could be a little bit of a game that the Pirates could be 
possibly in a little bit of trouble. Now, what do the Pirates have to do to get the win? Not beat themselves. Limit the turnovers, prevent the penalties, all those things we talk about week after week after week here with Coach. we got to do a better job of that here because this is a track county offense like to grind the football just like the Pirates do. So it's going to be a run-heavy game, I would expect, here at Tri-County. Um, like I said, it's a cool day. There is some wind coming. Uh, shouldn't be too big of a factor here uh, as far as the kicking game goes, but uh, down on field levels, uh, possibly a little bit of a wind blowing across the players from their left to right. So it should be a good one here at Tri-County High School. So parents, like we said, try and get that all-important fifth win tonight. And uh, I should say this afternoon, actually, um, to try and get playoff eligible. So uh, let's uh, thank our sponsors real quick for making this broadcast possible. Scott Building Center, you have the Midwest, First Neighbor Bank at Toledo, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lonable Capital Clap, as well as Cuts Insurance, Gentry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tire Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support of the Cumberland Pirate Football. Without them, we would not be able to do these broadcasts. So we greatly appreciate their support of Cumberland Pirate football here on, like I said, what is a Saturday afternoon. It feels like fall. It's perfect football weather, though. And the Pirates, like I said, hope to be playing a lot more cool Saturday games coming up here in the next couple of weeks. But we'll have to see where that leads us as the Pirates coming into tonight's game after the win after against Arcola last week and hopefully Cumberland can get a win here against Tri-County. Tri-County in their all orange, orange top, orange bottoms with uh, blue numbers on the back as well as blue stripes down the side. Pirates will be in their all white visitors outfit. Uh, pink accessories as today is a pink out game between these two teams. So uh, pink accessories for the Pirates. That's your socks, your gloves, stuff like that for the Pirates. So, Tri-County won the toss, and they will be deferring to the second half. So that means the Pirates will be getting the football here to start tonight's ball game, or I should say today's ball game here on Tri-County. Once again, Brian, you're with us here on WCRA. However you may be listening, maybe you're listening on their radio there at 1090 AM, 99.596, 1077 FM, or maybe you're online at com or the free FPM radio app, however it is. You may be broadcasting, listening to our broadcast. We greatly appreciate it. As like I said, John County will be kicking it off to the Pirates on this Saturday afternoon. And it will be Houlihan to kick it for Dry County. McMeekin and Fearman back deep to return. As well as Carehart. Also back there. As we wait, the kick has got the ball keyed up, ready to go. Cumberland will be traveling left or right on your radio dial. Wind will not be at their back at all. Well, wind will be a little bit to the Pirates' back, but not much. It's kind of a swirling wind. And Tri-County will be kicking off. There's the kick. It's a low kick, and it will be bounced at and picked up at about the 30-yard line. That's where the Pirates will take over. Looking for some room down the sidelines. McMeekin. McMeekin now coming back to field, and he's going to be brought down inside Tri-County territory down to the 40-yard line. A great return for Blake McMeekin down at the 41 of Tri-County, and that's where the Pirates will take over. A great job. He got it on the bounce right there, did McMeekin, and he took it the rest of the way all the way down to the Tri-County 41-yard line. That's where this Cumberland offense will 
see a lot of the rushing attack from both these teams, but specifically the Pirates, McMeekin, as well as Kaiser. As Olmstead will bring the team out. Looks like I have formation for the Pirates. Two receivers on the left-hand side. McMeekin is the deep back. And I hand it off to McMeekin looking for some running room on the left-hand side. He's got it. He's got the first down and more. Down the sideline, cuts back upfield, and he's going to be brought down about the 15-yard line. So a great, great start there for McMeekin with his first run being for about 15 yards and a pirate first down. They're going to say it's a 28-yard gain, and it will be a first down for Cumberland. All inside the 15 looks like about the 13-yard line for Cumberland. Again, I formation, two receivers on the left-hand side. That's Pierman as well as Harmon. Going to hand it off again to McMeekin, and this time he's going to be brought down for a loss. And it'll be a loss of two on that one. So that means it's second and long for the Pirates. As I try to do a little misdirection there, but the Tri-County defense was ready for it, read it perfectly. And so now the Pirates are looking at about a second and 12 from the 15. They'll come out shotgun this time. Or Olmstead, three receivers on the right-hand side, one, two receivers on the left, going to move one man in motion from left to right, give it to the motion man on the jet sweep, looking for a block as McMeekin gets one, but that's about it. And it looks like he will get about a gain of one on the jet sweep. So I'm going to say a loss of one. So that now makes it third and 13 for Cumberland. After that big run, the Pirates now, this drive is stalled out. They're on, their own, or on the Tri-County 16-yard line. Got to make something happen here for Cumberland. Obviously, you don't want to force anything, but I, I mean, I think you're in four-down territory here for Cumberland, especially with the wind being what it is today. Olmstead. Will come out shotgun. He's got his running back beside him. Three receivers on the left hand side. One lone receiver on the right. That is going to be a quick throw over to the left hand side to McMeekin. Setting up the screen. He gets a block. It's another. He's got the first down and more. And he's in. Touchdown. Touchdown pass. On the screen pass. And with 10 minutes left to go, Pirates lead 6 to nothing. It was just a beautiful screen pass set up. On the left-hand side, got good blocks in front of him, and Olmstead was able to find McMeekin, and they were able to put in the screen pass. As Nebel will take the extra point, it's up, and it's good. So the extra point is good, and so that makes it 7 nothing. Cumberland leads. We'll be back for more Cumberland Pirate football here on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Come back as the Pirates get on the board first here. Finish off their first drive with a 16-yard touchdown pass from Olmstead to McMeekin. That's a combination that scored last week as well. And now the Pirates will be kicking it off. 
Neville with the ball teed up. He's going to kick it. It's a nice kick. It'll be caught I'm down around the 15-yard uh, line looking to set up the return, looking for some blocks up in front and down to about the 32-yard line. That's what Tri-County will have their first offensive drive of the afternoon here with 9.54 left to go in the first quarter. As Tri-County will be down at the 33 is where it's officially going to be down at. We'll see if this Pirate defense is ready to stop this Tri-County offense. As Tri-County will come out shotgun, it looks like. Wide receiver's left-hand side and the wing back on the right-hand side. Looking for a quick throw. Got it over to the right. And it's going to be caught. Give it about uh, two yards. That was Logan on the catch. Two-yard gain on that one. Makes it second and eight for the Titans. Pollock, the quarterback for Tri-County. Going to go shotgun again. Two receivers this time on the right-hand side. That wing back on the left-hand side as well. Neal, the wing back, going to move one man in motion from right to left. That's the wide receiver. Going to hand it off this time. Pirates were expecting it, able to get back there, but still able to fight forward for a couple. And that was Kibler on the carry. Give them two yards on that one. Makes it third and six. Pirates lead 7-0 here. Just getting underway in this first quarter. Third down coming up for Tri-County. They come out shotgun. Two receivers on the left-hand side. Wing back on the left as well. Running back on the right. Going to move one man in motion from left to right. Going to take a snap. Hand it off to the running back. Looking for some running room. Nothing there. Pirate defense gets right in there. Loss of a couple. Yeah, loss of a couple. Armin gets back in there. And that now makes it fourth down. I believe Tri-County will be punting. I would think. Yeah, it looks like they will be punting. As Hole will be back to punt. As McNeekin back deep to return. There's the snap. There's the punt. It's a high punt. Not super deep, but it will bounce inside Pirate Territory. There will be no return. And it will be down to at the 39, and that's where the Pirates will take over. Here with 7.52 left to go. So Cumberland able to do make a good stop there on D, and now they will take back over on the offensive side of things with 7.52 left to go and an already 7-0 ball game. It will be on the 39 for the Pirates. That's their own 39. They'll come out high formation. McMeekin is a deep back. Kaiser at the fullback position. Two receivers, Harmon on the left and Fearman on the right. And hand it off to Kaiser, looking for some running room up the middle. And he's going to get about five yards. Five yards there for Kaiser. Good running room. Uh, I've seen Cumberland line up in that uh, that formation a lot, but I haven't seen him run it to Kaiser out of that position. A um, little, little wrench in the offense. I like seeing that. He'll set up a second five for Cumberland. Second five ball in the 45. Shotgun this time for the Pirates. 
with a wing back on the left-hand side. Takes a snap, going to hand it off to McNeekin out of the backfield, looking for to set up the sweep. He's got blockers in front of him. He gets into track guy territory, still making men miss. He's down to the 35, and he's going to be brought down close to the 30. And McNeekin is down. McNeekin's down after the play, and he is getting up. And he's going to be okay. But that is not what you want to see for Cumberland is McNeekin going down after that big gain of 25. And again, that's not who you want to have go down at all if you're Cumberland, but hopefully Blake's all right. And Cumberland will come out shotgun. Two receivers on the right-hand side. That is Kaiser beside his quarterback, Olmstead. Handoff will go to Kaiser, looking for some running room right side. He's got a big hole. He's still on his feet, and he's going to be brought down at the 15-yard line, close to it anyways. It will be a pirate first down. Uh, make it a 17-yard gain on that one. And it'll be a first and 10 for the Pirates ball on the 15-yard line. As Olmstead will come out again, shotgun. He's got Kaiser beside him on the right-hand side this time. Three receivers on the right-hand side as well. And this time, Olmstead's going to keep it himself. Foul right up the middle. Give him about five. So I'll make it second down, second about four five for the Pirates. And McMeekin's still not in there. I see him being worked out on the sideline. As Olmstead will come out this time, Shackman, he's got two running backs there beside him. Two receivers on his right, one on his left. Going to move one of those running backs in motion. That was a handoff to Kaiser. Makes one man miss. He's going to get his way into the end zone. Touchdown for the Pirates. 11-yard touchdown run. And the Pirates... Here with 5.37 left to go in the first quarter. Go up 13 to nothing. As we wait the extra point from Nebel. As we wait the snap. There's snap ball down. Kick up on the way. And it's good. So the extra point is good. Make it 14 to nothing, Cumberland. Don't forget those Cumberland Park touchdowns. Brought to you by First Neighbor Bank Toledo. We'll be back with more Cumberland Park football in just a moment on WCRA. It keeps fuel fresh for up to 24 months and prevents gum and varnish buildup, ensuring quick and easy starts. A 32-ounce bottle of Stabil Fuel Stabilizer treats up to 80 gallons of fuel and is only $8.99 after rebate. Get 11% off everything. Now at Menards. Good through October 8th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates football on WCRA. Welcome back to Tri County. Two drives for the Pirates, two touchdowns for the Pirates. And Evil will be kicking it off. There's a kick. It's another good kick. It'll be caught at about the 15 yard line. That's where the return will set up. Looking for some blocks up the middle. Down bounce to the outside. He's going to be brought down about the 36 yard line. Officially, it'll be the 35. That was Watson on the carry, or on the return, I should say. 
And Tri County will look to respond with their second drive of the game here with 531 left to go in the first half, first quarter. As it will be Pollock. Coming out this time, double wing back formation. No wide receivers running back right behind them. Kind of that wing tee. Perhaps I've seen a lot of. And I think the handoff to the wing back is the handoff right the, up the middle for a run at two. And again, that was Kibler on the carry. So we get second and eight for Tri County as Tri County has yet to get a first down today. Again, still early. And again, McMeekin not on the field. I see him over walking on the bench. But not on the field here for this defensive possession for the Pirates. So again, two running backs behind Pollock. He's going to hand it off to his running back. That's a first down for Tri-County inside Pirate territory. Good, good run into the 49-yard line and inside Pirate territory. 14-yard gain there for Kibler. He's got 16 yards on the day, and it's the first first down of the day for Tri County inside higher territory. A good run on that one, and for the first time today, Tri County is in plus territory or positive territory. They'll come out again. Wing back on the right hand side, one wide receiver on the left hand side, two running backs behind the quarterback. Ball like he's going to look quick throw across the middle and incomplete. Is looking for Logan, falls incomplete. Logan with a diving catch attempt and just couldn't quite get there. Now, number second down, second and ten. Second and ten for Tri County and Pollock. There's Garrett Pollock, a junior for Tri County. As Tri County heads back to the line here on the second and ten play. But again, wing back on the right-hand side. Two running backs behind the quarterback. One wide receiver on the right-hand side as well. Pollock is going to get off up the middle. That is Kibler. He's going to make one man miss. He's going to get close to the first down. We'll see where the official mark is. I'm going to say it is a first down. Nope, they're going to say nine. I thought it was a first down. But instead, they're going to say only nine yards on that one. So it'll be third and one, ball on the 40, basically third and less than a yard. On the Cumberland 40, Kibler is the deep back, wing back on the left-hand side as well as the wide receiver on the left-hand side as well. And off will go to Kibler, looking for a running room, and he's got enough for the first. And that'll be a first down. Say four on that one. Gives him 29 yards on the day. Six carries, 29 yards is what I got. Kibler four, and another first down for Tri-County, and they're moving the football for the first time today. They'll come out shotgun this time. Two receivers on the left-hand side. Got to move one of those receivers in motion. Also got the wing back on the left-hand side. They'll hand it off to that wing back, looking for some running room on the right, and fights through one tackle, tackle, and that's it. That was holy carrier. Doing about two. Gain of two yards on the play, second and eight, Titans. Makes it second and eight, ball down at the 35. And again, this 
Trey County offense has started to put a drive together here after their first possession went three and out. Looking back on the right-hand side, takes down, hands it off, looking for a running room is Kibler. Nothing there, brought down by a host of Cumberland Pirates. Maybe he had a three. Jackie Redford took it to lead the charge for the Pirates on that play. And we'll say three. That's the 34-yard line again. One third and seven. Just that, you know, one. Two and a two. And that makes 31 yards on the day for Kibler. So we get third and seven here for Tri-County. They try and keep this drive alive. Converted on a third and short earlier. They're in a little longer this time. Pollock will come out under center. Wing back and left hand side. One receiver on the right hand side. Two running backs behind him. Gonna hand it off. Looking for a running room. Not enough there. It was Kibler on the run. Give him three. So it'll be fourth and three. Ball will be on the 30. One yard line, I believe. And we got a timeout from Tri County. So Tri County is going to take a timeout. We'll take a 30 second timeout as well. You'll see coming by on WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Opportunity employer. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri County High School, where the Pirates lead 14 nothing. Tri County faced with a fourth down play coming up here. We got a fourth and three ball beyond the 30 yard line. So Tri County took their first time out of the half to talk about it, and it looks like they will be going for it here. Fourth and three, ball in the 30. Here with 139 left to go. Using up a lot of time in his Tri-County on this drive, so you, you want a result in points if you up this much clock. And they'll come up with a fourth and three. Wing back on the left-hand side for Pollock. Going to hand it off up the middle to Kibler. He's short. In one yard... That'll be a turnover on downs for Tri-County. So Cumberland will take over first and 10, ball in the 29 for the Pirates. And we'll wait and see. Again, I haven't seen. I think Meekins out there. We'll, we'll check. And I believe he is. Yes, Meekins back in. He'll be in the running back position on the left-hand side from the shotgun for Olmstead. Olmstead takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to McMeekin immediately. McMeekin makes one man miss, makes another man miss. I think there's a flag in the backfield, but he's down to the 50, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 46-yard line, but there is a penalty. And this one, I believe, will be coming back. Holding on the Pirates. As we saw, we got the official word. It is a hold. On the Pirates. 
So that's a 10-yard penalty for the Pirates. So, again, first penalty of the day erases a big, big gain by Cumberland. After this penalty, it will be first and 10. So it'll be first down again, ball to 20. First and 20. First and 20 for the Pirates here. Cumberland will come out with shotgun, empty backfield for Olmstead. Got five wide, split out. He's got three on the right, two on the left. Quick snap, going to throw it over, setting up the screen to Kaiser. Kaiser breaks one tackle, and that's about it. You give him about two yards on that one. On the catch by Kaiser, make it second and 18 for Cumberland. And now the Pirates are behind the stick here due to that hole. We'll see what the Pirates want to do here with as we close in on the end of the first quarter. As Cumberland will come out once again, shotgun, Olmstead, empty backfield, going to move one man in motion. Takes it to the motion man, looking to throw, airs it out deep for McMeekin. It's going to be incomplete, and there's a flag on the play. There's a flag thrown by the judge that was closest to the play. And we'll wait and see what this call is. As I'm waiting for official word. It'll be pass interference. And it'll be on track count. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty to a previous spot. 15-yard penalty. It will not be an automatic first down for the Pirates. First penalty of the game for Tri County. But it'll make it a lot more manageable second down for Cumberland. Second down for the Pirates. Ball on the 36-yard line. Hold on. We have the chain gang was moving. They thought it was a first down. It is not a first down. Not an automatic first down. It was a 15-yard penalty. I, I don't believe it is. So we're, we're figuring it out now. The chain gang is going to move backwards. Yeah, it's not an automatic first down because Cumberland was facing a second and 18. It's just a 15-yard penalty. We'll get it figured out, and it will make it second and about three or so. Second and three. For Cumberland on the 36-yard line. Now the head official I see is talking to someone on the sideline. He's still talking to somebody on the sideline. I can't tell who that is. I don't know if it's a coach. I don't know if it's a player. Now the official's going almost into the Cumberland players on the sideline. And I guess we got it figured out. 
So we'll be singing down. Singing about three. Here with 31 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Pettis to lead 14 nothing. Second and three. Shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Hands it off to... That is Kaiser looking for running room. He made two-man miss, but that was about it. And he'll be down at the 38. It will bring up third down. That'll be a gain of two. And that'll be the end of the first quarter as the Pirates lead 14 to nothing. Having a big third down play coming up in just a moment. You're listening to Criminal Pirate Football. Here on WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri County High School as the Pirates lead 14 to nothing. However, they are facing a third down. Looks like a third and two. Cumberland's still in their own territory. On the 38-yard line, the guy got it across the 40 for a first down. As Cumberland will come out again, third and two. You have to wonder if the Pirates, if they get the fourth down, do they go for it? As Cumberland will come out, I like them out in that Wildcat formation. McMeekin in at quarterback on the Wildcat. And McMeekin's going to get it, run it to the right-hand side, and it's going to be brought down. And they're going to give him a loss of one on that one. And that may be one of the few times this year that that has not worked, and it'll bring a fourth down. So fourth and two again for Cumberland. And again, that play has worked a lot this season, but Tri-County able to stop it. And now the Pirates looking at a fourth and two. They're going to go for it. As Cumberland will head to the line. Olmstead still talking with his running backs in the backfield. Now he will get under center. And Tri-County jumped. And that'll be encroachment on Tri-County. So that'll be an automatic first down. The result of the penalty is going to be a first and ten pirate. So Cumberland got to try to be a little impatient there and got him to jump. 
and the Pirates will get an automatic first down because of it. It'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on the 43-yard line. Still in Cumberland territory. As the Pirates will come out in formation, two receivers on the left-hand side. McNeekin is a deep back. Olmstead going to hand it off to McNeekin on the delayed handoff. McNeekin's got a block, got another, going to cut to the outside. He's in tri territory. Down to the 30, down to the 25, and he runs out of bounds at about the 21-yard line. A big run right there from McNeekin. That's a game of 34-yard game there for McNeekin. And I think he's fine after being out earlier in this game. He's got 83 yards now on six carries for the Pirates. And it will be a first down in Tri-County territory. Mark him down at the 23-yard line. First and 10 Pirates ball on the Tri-County 23-yard line. Come on, it's 14-0. Come out, Wishbone. He's going to hand it off to Kaiser, looking for some tough yardage. Still on his feet, still trying to fight, and he falls forward. Give him about four yards. Actually, two, two on that one. Make it second to eight. Four Cumberland. Second, second down, four Cumberland. They'll come out shotgun for Olmstead. Running back is Kaiser on the right-hand side. Two receivers on the right-hand side as well. Take the snap's going to hand it off, uh, fake the handoff to Kaiser. Olmstead's going to keep it himself, and he's going to immediately be wrapped up by Tri-County. And that was a loss of one. Actually, you're going to say a loss of two. So make it actually a little bit more of a loss than I thought. It'll make it third and eleven here for Cumberland. So the Pirates now once again behind the sticks. I'll come out of high formation. Two receivers on the right hand side. That's Beerman and Harmon on the right hand side. McMeekin's a deep back. Going to get it on the misdirection. Does McMeekin going to try and fight through the hole? He's got enough for the first down, I believe, and more. And it will be a first down for the Pirates. Down to the nine. Gain of about 16 there for McMeekin. I'll get them to 99 yards on the day already. And it'll be first and goal for Cumberland from the eight as McMeekin will head over to the sideline. First and goal from the eight for Cumberland as they try and tank on some more. Here on this long drive, we got nine minutes left to go in the half. Come on, start this drive with 135 left to go in that first quarter. Shotgun formation. Olmstead's going to keep it himself. Looking for some running room up the middle. Spins away from one defender, and he's going to be brought down. Down to the four-yard line. Four-yard gain there for Olmstead. He's got six on the day on three carries. It will be Cumberland coming out. Second goal. About the four. Wishbone formation for the Pirates. 
Hand off to McNeekin. Trying to bounce outside. Trying to cut back in. He's close. Nope, he's short. He's short a yard. So getting a gain of about three. Gain of three. Third and goal, Pirates. Third and goal from about the one for Cumberland. And I like the, the play call there to McNeekin. Unfortunately, just couldn't find the, the room he needed. They'll bring up a third and one here for Cumberland. Cumberland, third and one. And they'll line up wishbone. They're just going to try and do a little push-push. And Olmstead gets it in. One-yard touchdown run. And Cumberland scores again with 7.35 left to go in this first half. As Nebel will line up for the extra point. As we got flagged. And I believe this will be on Tri County. Yep. Nebel. As we'll see if Cumberland wants to enforce it on this or if they want to enforce it on the kickoff. And they, I believe, will enforce it on the kickoff. Nope, check that. They're going to step forward the half yard. As Nebel will attempt it again. There's snap ball, down kick up, and good. Just through. And so the Pirates go up 21 nothing. That touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank. In Toledo. So, parents lead 21 0. We'll be back in just a moment here on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back, and Cumberland did end up deciding to enforce the penalty on the kickoff, so Cumberland will be kicking it off from the 45, Will Nebel. So Nebel will kick it off on his own 45. Nebel. Approaching. There's a kick, it's a little squib. It bounced off a Tri-County player, and it will be Cumberland football. Nebel kicked it right at him, and he's pumped up. It hit one of the Tri-County men right on the line, and Cumberland got it, and it will be Pirate football. Because, again, it hit somebody. So it'll be first and ten Cumberland. I don't know how Nebel got that to, to hit right off of him and bounce right back to the Pirates, but he did. And so Cumberland will take over first and 10 on the Tri-County 45-yard line. That was a great job by Nebel of just aiming it right at the guy, hitting him right where it needed to to bounce it back towards Cumberland. But he touched it. I mean, I guess more than likely it touched him, but 
Either way, Cumberland has possession. It'll be first and ten. Shotgun wing back on left-hand side. Got to hand off to Neaton. He's looking for some running room. Trying to bounce outside. Running to the left-hand side. He's just going to run out of bounds. After a gain of about five. And officially, I think they'll give him four. Hundred and six yards already for McMeekin today on nine carries. So it'll be second and six for the Pirates ball on the forty one yard line for Cumberland. One of two back to back road games for the Pirates as after this week, next Friday night, they'll be on the road taking on Nicholas. Shotgun formation for the Pirates. Going to hand it off this time to Kaiser. Kaiser bouncing back to his right side. Breaks through one tackle, and he's going to get enough for the first down. Give him about seven. And that'll be a first down. For Cumberland, that's their seventh first down of the game. Ball will be on the 34-yard line. As Cumberland looks to put another point on the board. Shotgun formation again. The wing back on the left hand side. That is Kaiser. And take the step, pitches it to the right to McMeekin. McMeekin just angling right out of bounds. And he'll get about nine, I believe. As have they, yep, they said it was 10. Couldn't quite see where exactly it was. He went out a lot out about that, but it will be a first down. Nope, they're going to say nine. Second and nine. Second and nine for Cumberland. Well, second and one, I should say. After the gain of nine, shotgun formation, two running backs for Olmstead. He's got two receivers on his left hand side, one on his right. McNeekin running back on the right hand side. They fake it to Kaiser, hand it off to McNeekin. McMeekin's got a hole. He's going to bounce to the outside. He's down to the 5-10. Touchdown, Cumberland. And a 24-yard touchdown run by McMeekin. As 139 yards for McMeekin on the day. And he gets his second touchdown. This one on the ground with 641 left to go. As Nebel. As the ball teed up. And we wait the extra point. There's that. It's up. It's good. So that makes it 28 to nothing here with 641 left to go. Of course, that comes on Touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank in Toledo. We'll be back in just a moment here on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri-County High School. We'll see if Nebel tries anything funny again this time. He's going to just aim it right at somebody and kick it as hard as he can. As Nebel has the ball teed up. 
And he does try to kick it right at somebody, but it'll go past that first line of defense and picked up by Tri County about the 15 yard line. And able to get down at the 29. And that's where Tri County will take over. Here with 6.34 left to go in this first half. And this is the first drive of the half for Tri County. So Pollock and company will. End of the line, first and 10, ball on the 29. And we'll see if Tri-County can, they had a decent drive going last time and just, uh, you know, stole down on fourth down. I'll try and make something happen here. Two running backs and a wing back, wing back on left-hand side. Going to fake the handoff, looking to throw Pollock under pressure, throws it up, and it's incomplete. As he was just under pressure, as soon as you know he had a chance to, to even try to throw that ball, there were two defenders in his face, so he just kind of threw that one up. Hulaham was there. This can bring that one in, and it will fall, and it'll be second down. I like Tri County mixing it up, though, throwing in a pass on that one. They'll come out shotgun. Wing back on the right-hand side, running back on the left-hand side. Take snaps, going to hand it off to, nope, it's a reverse. And it was whole on the carry. Give him about a yard. That makes it third and nine for Tri-County after the reverse. Handed it off at first to Kibler, and then Kibler handed it off the hole. And they were hoping that the Pirate defense would go one way, but Cumberland stuck to its lane, able to get the stop, and that'll bring up a third and nine for Tri-County. They'll come out, quarterback under center, that's Pollock, two running backs behind him, wing back on the right-hand side, he's looking to throw, he's going to air it out, left side, it's going to be intercepted. Here come the Pirates, interception. Interception by Cumberland. As Cade McMeekin gets the interception. And Cumberland will take over after the interception. Here with 5.45 left to go in this first half. So Cumberland back on the attack. First and 10, ball in the Pirates' 49-yard line. Olmstead. Comes out shotgun. He's got Kaiser on the right-hand side beside him. He's got three receivers on the right as well. Takes snap. Olmstead's going to keep it himself. Looking for a running room right up the middle. Not a whole lot there, but he's able to fight in the Tri-County territory. Gets it down to about 49-yard line, so give him two yards on that one. Second and eight for Cumberland. As Cumberland... Try and possibly make this the final drive of the half. The Pirates can just, we know that the Cumberland Pirates can use up some clock. We'll see if they try to do that on this drive. Here with just five minutes left to go, already leading 28 nothing. Shotgun formation, wing back on left hand side, handoff will go to McNeekin. McNeekin's going to find some running room, and he's going to break through the first layer, and he's going to get past another tackler and finally forced out of bounds. Down at the 15, yeah, down at the 15-yard line, 16. Oh, see where they officially mark him at. It will be a first down. 
And that will be a 30-yard 30 30-yard 30 run. We'll say for McMeekin. Yeah, 33. 33 officially. As Olmstead's going to hand it off again, looking for a running room up the middle, and he's going to get all the way in. Touchdown. That was Gerhardt on the carry. Goes from 17 yards out, and the Pirates back on the board again. Of course, that touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. Gerhardt gets his first score of the season, I believe. With 4.44 left to go in the half. As Nebel will line up for the extra point. There's a snap ball, down kick up, and it's good. Extra point is good, so the Pirates put two more on the way. And Cumberland leads now 35 to nothing, 444 left to go in the half. We'll be back in just a second here on WCRA. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Ryan County High School. Don't forget, coming up in just a little bit, we'll have the Scotts Building Center halftime show. We'll look at stats from today's game as well as get your recap to everything that happened last night and maybe get you some college scores from games going on today. Nebel with the ball teed up and he'll kick it again. It's a low line drive kick. It'll bounce and be picked up. At about the 15-yard line, looking to set up the return. I believe that's Kibler, and he's going to be forced out of bounds. And at the 33, and that's where Tri County will take over. After throwing a pick on their last drive, this is only the second drive of the game of the half of the quarter for Tri County. It'll be first and ten. Ball on the 34. Four, between the 34 and 35-yard line for Tri-County. As Pollock will come under center. He's got two running backs behind him. Wing back on the left-hand side. Running back as well on the left-hand side. That's Logan, the wide receiver. Going to hand it off up the middle to Kibler, and he's going to fight forward for about two yards. Two, three. All right, we'll give him three. Yep. 38 yards. He's the leading yard man for Tri-County at this point. Ten carries, 38 yards. And down. Coming up for Tri-County. All up under center. Wing back on the right-hand side. Wide receiver again on the left-hand side is Logan. Going to move that wing back in motion. Going to pitch it out. Ball's on the ground. And... It's going to be picked up as Kibler able to pick it up, I believe. No, check that. That was couldn't quite see who it was who picked it up. 
but we got a timeout from Tri-County, so we'll take 30 seconds as well. You're listening to Criminal Pirate Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here as Cumberland leads 35 nothing here with 340 left to go in this first half. Third and 10 for Tri-County. Ball will be on their own 35-yard line. Shotgun formation, running back on the left-hand side, two wingbacks. Looking to throw it as Pollock, he's under pressure, throws it on the run. Passes tipped and intercepted again by the Pirates. Beerman got that one on the tip drill. Gave him about five on the return. There's a flag, though. An eligible receiver for Tri-County, and I believe Cumberland will decline that. An ineligible receiver for Tri-County, I believe Cumberland obviously will decline it and get the football back. Here we three thirty-two left. in this second quarter as I see the officials talking to the Pirate players trying to figure out where exactly they want it. So illegal man downfield. Penalty will be declined. And it'll be first and 10 Cumberland. First and 10 Cumberland. So the Pirates again take over with great field position with 4.44 left to go in this first half. Three thirty-two left in the half. Cumberland still with all three of their timeouts. Try counting with a one here in the half. Cumberland comes out pistol. Going to move Beerman in motion from left to right. They give it to Beerman on the jet sweep. He's looking for some blocks in front of him. Able to fight forward for a couple. Give Beerman four on that one. Makes it second down, second about six on the 40. For the Pirates. As Cumberland will come out. Looks like three wide. Again, pistol. Kaiser right beside him. McNeek in the deep back. Takes snap, going to fake it to Kaiser. Instead, he's going to give it to McMeekin. McMeekin looking for some running room on the left-hand side. He's going to block downfield. That's Harmon with the block. Now McMeekin cuts back upfield. Breaks one tackle, breaks another. He's in. Another touchdown for the Pirates. 
McNeekin goes 40 yards on that one. Two hundred and twelve yards for McNeekin on the ground already with thirteen carries and with two thirty eight left to go. That touchdown brought to you by a first neighbor bank of Toledo. We do have an injury timeout. Tran County player is down. Can't see who it is, so we will step aside for a moment while they get tended to. You know, it's gonna come up for Paul and WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri-County High School. That player able to be helped off the field for Tri-County. I think it was Jimmy Dillon. Be helped to the sideline. It's now Cumberland. Well, line up for the extra point there. It's the snap ball. Down kick up and good. And Neeble has been perfect thus far today. 2.38 left to go in the half. Pirates add seven more, make it 42 to nothing. As this has been all Cumberland thus far here at Tri County High School. While we have a moment, let's thank our sponsors who make this and every single Cumberland Pirate broadcast possible, and that is Toledo Democrat and Bill Pirate Toledo, Coffee and Creams, Gentry Small Engine Repair. That's insurance, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lauren Holt, Apple Clap, Wells First, a neighbor bank, Evapco Midwest, and Scott's Building Center. Okay. In just two minutes of game time, we'll be going to the Scott's Building Center halftime show. Now, Kibler back deep to return for track. County. Neville has the ball teed up. Looks like he's ready to go. As and there's a kick from Nebel. It's a line drive kick, but it will be picked up by Tri-County. Kibler going to bring it up. Breaks one tackle, breaks another, and he's going to be down to the 40. Nice return from Kibler. Gets him down to the 40, and Tri-County will take over here with 2.31 left to go in this first half. First and done, they're going to officially mark him down at the 42-yard line, it looks like. So first and 10 ball on the 42-yard line for Tri-County. Two first downs for Tri-County in this game thus far. Those came on their second drive of the game. Since then, it has been multiple three and outs due to -to back-to-back interceptions on drives. 
Pollock, wing back, right hand side, gonna take snaps, gonna hand it off, looking for running room. Nothing, a lot there. Maybe about one yard. Kibler on the carry. And about a yard, make it second down. Second nine. Tri County second down. Upcoming in this Pirate defense just done a good job today. Under center is Pollock. He's got two running backs behind him. One back on the right hand side. Gonna pitch it to the outside and spin away from one defender, but that's it. It's Watson on the carry. That Carmen getting back there. Give him a loss of one. Third and nine for Tri County. And this Cumberland defense is just in a really good job today. Clamping up on this Tri-County offense. Tri-County come out again. Two running backs behind the quarterback. Wingback going to move in motion from left to right. They fake it. Play action pass. going to be incomplete. They're looking for Watson, and it just fell incomplete. Watson couldn't control it. There is a flag in the backfield, though. We'll wait and see what the official penalty is. Personal foul. A personal foul. Roughing the passer on the Pirates. That will be a first down, I believe. That'll keep the drive going for Tri-County. I was watching where the ball was going. I didn't see the hit. About a 15-yard penalty. Only the second penalty of the game for the Pirates, but it will be an automatic first down for Tri-County. And they will keep the drive going for Tri-County and put them in Cumberland territory as after the penalty yard is just added. It'll be first and then Tri-County ball at the Cumberland 43. As two wing backs and one running back for Tri-County. They're going to hand it off to the wing back on the right-hand side, looking to set up some running room on the left, and it'll be Watson. He's going to be brought down after a decent game. Number 12, Logan Gerhardt. Yes. Ended up to the 37-yard line. I see a six-yard. Six-yard gain there for Watson. Good run right there for Tri-County. As they'll come to the line again. We'll try counting under center. Is Pollock wing back on the right-hand side. Two running backs in the backfield. Takes down, looking to throw under pressure. Now scrambling, scrambling, scrambling. And he just kind of throws that one out of bounds. Yeah, there's a penalty flag on the play. We'll wait and see what the official ruling is. He was out of the tackle box, so I don't think it'll be intentional grounding. Nope, they're going to wave off. They waved, off, waved it off. So it'll be third down. Third and four for Tri-County. Third and four. For the Titans. There was just 52 seconds left to go in this half. Tri-County's going to try and get some points on the board here. Under center, Pollock again, wing back on the left-hand side. Takes snaps, going to hand it off to his running back on the right. 
He may get just enough for the first. We'll wait and see. As it was. Paul on the carry. He'll say it's a first down. So first down for Tri-County. On the 34-yard line. Coming again, wing back, left-hand side. Wide receiver on the left-hand side. Got to hand it off again, looking for running room. That was Kibler on the carry. Down to the 29. And it'll be a timeout, Tri-County. So Tri-County will use their final timeout here with 25 seconds left to go. We'll stay right here. It will be a second down. Make it second and six after the four-yard game by Kibler. Kibler's been the most productive back thus far for Tri-County. He has 43 yards on 12 carries thus far here today. As this Cumberland defense will try to head into the halftime with the shutout intact, but Tri-County trying to end that, trying to put some points on the board here late in this first half. And it's been all Cumberland in this second quarter as the Pirates did lead 14-0 after one. Then Cumberland's come out and scored four times in this quarter alone. Making it 42 to nothing. And we'll see what Tri County wants to do coming out of this timeout. Again, they'll have it second down. Ball on the 29 yard line. Second and six from the Cumberland 29. 28 29, right in between the two. And we'll see what the Titans want to draw up here, see if they want to take a shot. Looks like they will be in pass formation as they'll be shotgun four wide, split on each side. Kibler, the running back on the right. Takes snap, does pop. He's looking to throw it. He's under pressure. Going to throw that one towards the corner. It's caught. Touchdown. Touchdown, Tri-County. As that'll be a 29-yard touchdown pass. As that was Watson on the catch. As Pollock put up a good ball right there. Watson got under it. And with 18 seconds left in the half, Tri-County is on the board. After the 29-yard touchdown pass. So we await the two-point play. They're going to go for two here. And off to Kibler. Spins away from one defender, but that's it. So two-point is no good. And it will stay 42-6. to six. Here was just 18 seconds left, so we will stay right here. Don't forget, it will be Tri-County football to start the second half. As Tri-County will kick off here to Cumberland. Here was just 18 seconds left. And we'll see if we get much out of this Pirate offense here to end the uh, the first half. But it's been a good half for this Pirate team. I mean, you probably weren't expecting a pass there from Pollock. But he was able to find Watson 29 yards. I mean, they lined up, like I said, four wide in the shotgun. And it looked like Watson just went on a go route and just was able to outrun his man. And so, Meekin and Beerman back dip. Deep to return as Houlihan will be kicking off. 
wind on his back right now. Kind of blustering. As we await the kickoff. From Hulan. Here with 18 seconds left in the half. Again, Trent Kenny will get the ball to start in the second half. There's a kick. It's a, a short little kick, and it'll be picked up by Kaiser. Kaiser's going to run to the right side, trying to set up some blocks, and he's going to be brought down at the 41. And Cumberland will take over. There were 12 seconds left, and again, I expect to see possibly just a kneel here by the Pirates and head into the half with 12 seconds left. So it'll be first and 10, Cumberland. I think that's what we will get. As Olmstead will just head to the line and take a knee. And that'll be a one-yard loss, but that'll get us to the half. As Cumberland leads 42-6 to six after one half of play, we will take a break. When we come back, we'll have a look at your stats. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clap at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Neil 
Professional Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo, open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back to Tri-County High School. We're at the Half-Pirates lead at 42-6. We'll take a look at those stats. Of course, for Tri-County, Pollock throwing the football is 2-for-6 with 31 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. It was Kibler, 12 carries for 43 yards. Watson had two carries for five yards, one catch for 29 yards, and that touchdown on the receiving end. It was Hole with two carries for three yards. Also, um, Pong had one carry for four yards, and it was Logan with one catch for two yards. Tri-County, two turnovers on those interceptions, two penalties for 20 yards, and four first downs for the Titans. For Cumberland, Olmstead, two for two throwing the football for 18 yards and a touchdown. Six carries for eight yards as well for Olmstead. Blake McMeekin, 13 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, one catch for 16 yards and a touchdown through the air. Uh, it was also uh, Kaiser, six carries, 44 yards and a touchdown, one catch for two yards for Kaiser. Uh, Beerman, one carry for four yards. And Carhart, one carry for 17 yards and a touchdown as well. The Pirates have eight first downs, two penalties for 25 yards and no turnovers. What did we say at the start of this game? Uh, if the Cumberland Pirates don't beat themselves, they should be in good shape. And thus far, no turnovers and only two penalties. That, my friends, is not beating yourself. And the rushing attack has been working very, very well here. Uh, 212 yards for McMeekin on the ground. That's a great first half. So, uh, Pirates in control here, 42-6 to six here at the half. We will step away. When we come back, we'll get your recap on all the games that happened last night. We'll look at a couple scores going on today. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Hey, let's go! 
The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer you're listening to cumberland pirates football on wcra welcome back here to tri-county high school let's get caught up on games going on in the area well right now there's none everything happened last night so let's get caught up on what happened last night it was our cola over Sangamon valley 35 to 14 so our cola keeps their playoff votes alive Litchfield 37 nothing over Staunton. It was Bill Grove getting a one-point victory over Argenta, 27-26. It's going to go a long way in helping Bill Grove try and make the playoffs. Robinson gets the win over Newton, 36-28. Spoiling homecoming there for the Eagles in Newton. It was Piasa over North Mac by a point, 20-19. Shelbyville all over Central A&M, 39-13. That will eliminate Central A&M from the postseason. That's their fifth loss of the season. Greenville 41 to 7 over Carlinville. It was Clinton 48 to 24 over Warnsburg Latham. Paris 20 to 7 over Olney. Pena gets back on their winning ways after two straight losses. 43 to 9 over Gillespie. It was Taylorville 28 21 over Matt Toon. Arthur 49 to 7 over Sarah Gordo. Mount Zion 28 14 over Charleston. It was FPM getting shut out by Muhammad Seymour 48 to nothing last night. And Tuscola with the big win over Macon, 52-33. to 33. Uh, One other game that happened last night that was one that a lot of people were looking forward to, and it did not disappoint. Mount Carmel got the win over Casey Westfield, 23-20 on a field goal late in the game, a 33-yard field goal that got that win there for Mount Carmel. And so Mount Carmel now is in control of the Little Illini Conference and also get their sixth win on the year to make them playoff eligible. There is one other game going on today. Speaking of the Little Atlantic Conference, Lawrenceville will head to Marshall. That game's going to go for a 3 o'clock kickoff 
there. So that's what happened last night. What's going on today? Another game that happened last night. Playing Illini were in action last night. And yeah, that's about it. That's all we're going to say about it. They fell to Nebraska, twenty to seven. Illinois falls to two and four on the season. Uh, Altmeyer, two hundred eighty-nine yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Fagan did lead the Illini in rushing. He had fifteen yards. That's and not necessarily great when. Uh, your leading rusher has 15 yards, and the team finished with 21 yards for the game. So just not a good night for the Illini as they fall now to 2-4 and four on the season. Speaking of Big Ten football, don't forget, coming up later on on 98.9 The Game, we will have Big Ten football tonight as it will be Michigan traveling to Minnesota. That game is scheduled for a 6 o'clock start time, and you can hear it over on 98.9 The Game. And then tomorrow, uh, some NFL football that we'll be having for you tomorrow morning as it is morning as we'll have the uh, Ravens and Steelers coverage of that starts at 11 a.m. as well over on 98.9 the game and then we will have an LCS action on Monday yes we just got all the sports coming at you on Monday as it will be uh, the first game of the NLDS on Monday, and we will have the Phillies and the Braves. Coverage of that starts at 4.30, so we'll have that series kicking off as well. We'll get you updated right now as baseball already in action as uh, the Rangers up by two over the Orioles, two nothing in the middle of the fourth in that ALDS game one. All game one's happening today, and then the NL will take a day off tomorrow They'll be back in action on Monday. So that is what we're looking at. Let's get you um, a couple more scores. Uh, college football happening right now. Oklahoma over Texas, 27-20. to That game in the fourth quarter. Ohio State over Maryland, 34-17. It is LSU, 35-32 over Missouri. That game in the fourth quarter. Washington State up 3-0 over UCLA. That game in the first quarter. Just getting underway there. And we'll try and get you as many of those scores as we can throughout the day. But here in Cumberland, or excuse me, here in Tri-County, 42-6. to Cumberland Leeds over the Tri-County Town Titans. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football, and you're listening to the Scott's Building Center Halftime Show here on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! 
Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Back here to Tri County High School. Hey, we'll get one more update for you as in a boys golf at the state finals. Effingham St. Anthony, the St. Anthony Bulldogs, with a commanding lead at last look, heading into the back nine. They were up 16 shots. Yeah, that's a team. So it looks like St. Anthony will be winning that Class 1A boys state title uh, in golf. So congratulations to them. I mean, barring any, you know, collapses, which, again, we will keep you updated on that and try and get you uh, results for that. Uh, in fact, let me look right now. Um, as we look, Class 1A tournament. Um, not like me. Okay. We'll try and get you updates for you. If not, don't forget, you can go to our website, FEMradio.com. We'll have updates for you there. So, But, yes, as last look, it looked like it was Cumberland, uh, excuse me, it was St. Anthony getting the win there, uh, at least at this point. So, again, we'll keep our eyes on that one. Here at Tri-County, as all Cumberland Pirates, they lead 42-6. to Let me get start in the second half. Don't forget, Tri-County will have the football to start to this second half, and uh, the Cumberland defense did a good job on Tri-County in that first half. The offense did its job as well, and it was just a easy kind of first half there for the Pirates. I'll try to keep it going here, leading 42-6 to here in the start of the second half. And keys to the half, it's pretty simple. Don't change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. I would expect, don't know, but I would expect Cumberland to kind of get the second-string offense in at some point here in the second half, possibly, but we'll wait and see. I see, I don't think that's Olmstead. I see a quarterback taking snaps, but I don't believe it's Olmstead over there. So that makes me think that Cumberland's going to come out with their second team offense, but again, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. We'll try and get some players and updates for you on that as soon as we can, as we can, as we keep things updated here, as Cumberland tries to get the win before next Friday night, heading over to. Nokomis on the road, and then they will end the season at home, taking on Argenta in two weeks. And that'll be the end of the Cumberland Pirate football regular season. But with a win today, Cumberland becomes playoff eligible with five wins. And then one more win would get them six, and that would guarantee them a playoff spot. Cumberland has not missed the playoffs since Coach Watkins' very first year here. And that year, they finished five and four. 
and just didn't have enough points to get in. So Coach Watkins told him at the start of the year he has yet to not have a winning record here at Cumberland. And parents with that playoff streak like we talked about, and they will try to continue it this year well on their way as they look for their fifth win here today, up 42-6 to six at the half. As, again, it will be Tri-County receiving the St. Hab opening kickoff. As we get ready to get the second half underway and come along trying to finish things out. But Tri-County with a big touch passing touchdown there to end the half. Possibly building some momentum. Tri-County had a good drive going and it stalled out on a fourth down. They went for it. Didn't quite get the uh, runs, you know, didn't get the yards they needed. And then back-to-back interceptions on back-to-back drives kind of ended any momentum that Tri-County may have had. As Nebel will be kicking it. And not much of a win right now. A little bit there down on the field, but from the flags up, seeing now it's picking up as soon as I say that. It's to Nebel's back. As Nebel will be kicking it. He's got the ball teed up. We are getting ready to start the second half of football. There's a kick kind of angling to the right, but it'll be picked up about the 31-yard line. Return to about the 38. That was Paul with the carrying. It will be first and 10 Tri-County. Tri-County will take over. It will be first and 10 on their own 39-yard line. For the Titans. Pollock and company. See what they're going to come out of here and run. It looks like they're coming shotgun. Four wide, running back on the left-hand side as well. Four Pollock, take the snap, looking to throw. Quick throw, left side, it's incomplete. Looking for Watson. But it falls incomplete. Looks like Robertson was also over there as well, but it hit off of Watson's hands and fell incomplete. And that will bring up second and ten. As Pollock will come out under center this time, wing back Watson on the right-hand side. Got two running backs behind him, one receiver on the right as well. Pollock's going to hand it off, looking for some running room, nothing there. Good job on the Cumberland defense. That was Harmon getting the stop. Kibler with the carry. As a loss of one. Actually, going to say a loss of two, three officially. Third and twelve. For Tri County. Third down. And under center wing back on the left hand side. Going to fake it, double fake, looking to throw it as Pollock. He's under pressure, throws it up. It's going to be caught, but short of the first. Moulihan with the catch. Gain of about seven. And nine, officially. That was Moulihan on the catch. 
still fourth down. It'll be about fourth and three here for Tri-County. See if they want to go for it. They're still in their own territory. Ball down. They're on 46. As from what I'm seeing, it looks like they will go for it here. And they're going to go for it. Under center, Pollock. Wing back on the right-hand side. Going to move the wing back in motion. Going to fake the handoff. Looking to throw. Pass tipped at the line. And it'll fall incomplete. And that'll be a turnover on downs for Tri-County. Tri-County 0 for 2 thus far on fourth downs. As Cumberland will take over. Pirates with their first drive here of the second half. They'll take over 10-20 left to go in this third quarter. Ball will be on their own 46-yard line. As looks like it will be Olmstead still out there under center. Olmstead. He's got Kaiser beside him. Takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself as Olmstead. Looking for some room up the middle and finally brought down after, you know, it looks like six. Can't give him six on that one. Six yard and second and four, Pirates. Second and four for Cumberland. Ball right on the 40 for the Pirates. And again, Harmon will be the wide receiver on the left hand side. Three receivers lined up on the right. Kaiser, the running back on the left hand side as well for Olmstead. Once it takes down to Samuel, hand it off to Kaiser. Kaiser bouncing around, looking for some running room. He's got enough for the first down. Give him six yards on that one. Kaiser at 50 yards for the day, and it'll be another first down for the Pirates. They're ninth of the day. As Pirates have it now first and 10 ball on the 33-yard line. The Tri-County 33, two running backs back there. They're going to move one man in motion for the Pirates handoff. Looking for some running room. That is Gerhardt now in there. And we'll get Gerhardt for about 6 yards. Six yards on that one. Second down from the 27-yard line. It looks like we're starting to see some of those second stringers in for the Pirates. As Olmstead with Gerhardt in the backfield. Also got McMeekin back there as well. Going to move McMeekin in motion. Handoff. Nope. Going to be kept by Olmstead. He's going to throw it to Gerhardt. Gerhardt, or McMeekin, excuse me. And Kay McMeekin is going to make a couple people miss on the pass play. And it will be a first down. Kind of the run pass option. Well, the yard pass there. And another first down for the Pirates. Cumberland has it first and 10 now. Ball on the 15. As it will be Olmstead with. Gerhardt and McMeekin back there. That's Cade McMeekin back there at running back. And Cade's going to get it on the handoff. Looking for some running room. Passes to his outside. 
lowers his shoulder, and he's going to fight forward down to about the four. 11-yard gain there. And a first down for the Pirates. That makes it first and goal. Ball down to about the four-yard line. As Cumberland threatening to score one more time here in this third quarter with 7.48 left to go. Cumberland will line up with Shabon, it looks like. Yep, Bushbone for Olmstead. And off will go to Beerman, and Beerman's going to run it in. So Beerman gets in from eight, from four yards out. Here with 7.26 left to go. Beerman with a four-yard touchdown run. Of course, that touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. As Nebel will attempt the extra point. There's that ball down. Kick is up on the way. It's good. He's a perfect. Perfect thus far, and that makes it 49-6. to Cumberland leads. We'll be back with more from the Fire Football on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. There's the kickoff from Nebel, and it'll be picked up by Watson. He's going to return it up to about the 36-yard line. That's where Tri-County will take over. It was 7-10 left to go, and now we have a running clock. As the Pirates lead by 40 here in the second half. So the clock will be running now. 36-yard line for Tri-County. As Pollock under center, wing back on the right-hand side, two running backs behind him, and he's got a wide receiver on the left. Pollock's handed off up the middle. That was Kimbler on the carry. And give him two, two yards on that one. Makes it second and eight for Tri-County. Of course, in case I forgot to say it, that touchdown from Cumberland brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. Wing back on the right-hand side, two running backs behind him for Pollock, one received on the left. Pollock going to hand it off again, nothing there. Kebler, no gain. Brought down by number 17, Jake Farr. Never mind, I think they're going to give him a yard. 
I'll give him four on that one. That makes it fourth and three now for the Titans. There were just a minute 30 left to go in this third quarter. Pirates lead 49 to 6. Yeah, going to go for it again here on fourth down. One for three thus far today. Pollock going to hand it off up the middle. They're going to convert that one, I believe. Yep, it will be enough for the first down. As that will be a four-yard game by Paul. And another first down for Tri-County. And they're putting a nice drive together on the Titans. As Tri-County comes back out under center. Wing back this time on the left-hand side. My receiver on the right. Two running backs behind Pollock. He's going to take Sam, hands it off. Looking for running room on the left. Breaks through one tackle. Breaks through another. Still on his feet. And finally brought down. Wolf down to about the three-yard line. Another first down. 17-yard gain for Wolf. And it'll be first and goal for Tri-County. Down to about the three. First and goal, Tri-County. This is the closest they've been to the end zone. The only time they got in was a long touchdown pass. As Pollock comes down under center, wing back on the right-hand side. Two running backs behind him. Quick snap, looking to throw, and it's incomplete. He had Logan out there, and it falls incomplete, and that does it for the third quarter of play. After three, Pirates lead 49-6. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Cumberland Football is here again. The First Neighbor Bank is there. It's nothing better than home-filled advantage. That's why we offer basic checking with no monthly service charge, along with interest-bearing checking for both consumers and businesses. It's a wide array of personal consumer, business, and agriculture loans. While away from home, pay from anywhere with First Neighbor's online banking and mobile app. First Neighbor Bank in Green up until Leo, firstneighborbank.com. An equal housing lender member of FDIC. All loans subject to credit approval. Now, enjoy the game, and let's go Pirates. Well, I like the way this game is going right now. This is Cumberland High School Football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri-County High School. It'll be second goal for the Titans as we start the fourth quarter. All beyond the Cumberland 2. On the second and goal for the Titans. Trying to get another... Touchdown in there. As Pollock will come out under center. Wing back on the right-hand side to running back. Going to hand it off, looking for running room right up the middle, and he's in. Touchdown. As Tri-County gets on the board. As it was off. With a three-yard touchdown run. As Tri-County 
It's on the board. It was 11.36. A three-yard touchdown run. That's going to go for two here in his Tri-County. Take the snap. Going to hand it off to the left side. That was Wolf, and he's short. So that makes it 49-12. to 12. Cumberland leads here. As we will step away for 30 seconds, you're listening to Cumberland Fire Football on WCRA. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back to Tri-County High School as the Pirates lead here 49 to 12 over Tri-County. As Houlihan has the ball teed up, it actually fell off the tee due to the wind. And he will get it teed back up. As remember, there's a running clock here. So Cumberland will be receiving this kick. There's a kick from Houlihan. And it'll be corralled at about the 20-yard line. That's where the return will get set up for Cumberland. Gets to the outside and brought down at about the 41-yard line. That was Chase Farr on the return. They'll officially be down at the 42, and that's where Cumberland will take over. First and 10 Pirates on the 42-yard line. And with 9.20 left to go. 9.20 left to go in the ballgame. We'll see if this Pirate offense can just keep that run game going and finish out this ballgame. Again, I would expect to see the second-team offense in there for Cumberland. And we will. As it will be. Weber. Check that. It'll be Hudson McElravey. Going to move one man in motion. McElravey's going to keep it on the option keeper. Going to get to the outside. Gets down the sidelines. He's got enough for the first down and more. First down. As a big gain there, 14-yard gain there by Hudson McElravey on carry. And that makes it first and 10 Cumberland on the Tri-County 44-yard line. Here with 8-10 left to go in the ballgame. Cumberland come out of high formation. One wide receiver on the left-hand side for McElravey. Takes Sam's going to pitch it to the outside, and that'll be a loss for the Pirates. That was far on the pitch, and he got stuck in the backfield by Tri-County. And it's a six-yard loss. 
take care of losses. Unfortunately, when you pitch it, sometimes if you don't have the blocking there, they're able to blow it up in the backfield. That's exactly what happened there with Tri-County. Tri-County able to get that one in the backfield. And Cumberland will be right on the 50-yard line. McElravey. Under center high formation. One receiver on each side. Far the running back. He's going to fake it. Play action. And pass going to fall incomplete. He's looking for a well bomb. And it falls incomplete. Makes it third down. Third and about uh, 16. Third and 16 for the Pirates. Here with... 6.50 left to go in this ball game. And now McElravey will come out, it looks like. Wait to see what Cumberland wants to draw up here. And come out. As we're going to get a timeout there. Timeout from Cumberland. Cumberland had to take a timeout there. The play clock was winding down. So the Pirates will take a timeout. We'll take 30 seconds as well. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Neil Tyron Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Tri-County High School. It will be third and 16 for the Pirates, all in the 50. And I believe it will be Bryson Weber in at quarterback for the Pirates. Yes, it will be. So it'll be Weber in at quarterback. Got Wellbaum at the running back position. Pirates will come out. Shotgun. Weber is going to take the snap. Almost lost it. He's going to roll out to his right, looking to throw. Throws it to the right side. It's going to be caught. Close to the first down. I think he's got the first down. And it will be, yes, it will be a first down. 16-yard gain and a first down for the Pirates. On the catch, that was... Nick Saylor on the catch there for Cumberland. So the Pirates get to use some more clock here. A little lot line up in that wishbone. Behind Weber. Weber will hand it off. Looking for running room as far on the right-hand side. He's going to be hammered out of bounds. But he's going to gain looks like five, maybe six. I think we'll give him six. So down to the 28, six-yard game. Makes the second four for the Pirates. As Cumberland. Looks like they will improve to five and two on the year. As they'll come out again. 
Going to hand it off, looking for running room as far again. He's going to break one tackle, spins away from another. Ball's on the ground. I think Cumberland fell on it, though. They did. So we'll stay Cumberland football. It'll be a first down for Another six-yard game for Farr. And another first down for the Pirates. They're 14th of the game. And it'll be first and 10 Cumberland. Ball in the, looks like the 21-yard line or so. Shotgun this time for Weber. Weber. And take the snap. Going to hand it off. Looking for a running room. Nothing there. We have a well bomb with the carry. Give him about uh, two yards. And officially, we'll give him three. As Cumberland will be on the 19 yard line here with just three forty-five left to go in this ballgame. Second down for the Pirates. Shotgun formation for Weber. He's got four wide, two split on each side. Got to move one man in motion. Takes it to the motion man. Nope, he won't give it to the motion man. That was too long. And he's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Cumberland. Too long with a 19-yard touchdown run. And the Pirates break the 50 mark. Of course, that touchdown brought to you by First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. Three minutes left to go on the 19-yard touchdown run. Nebel on for the extra point. He's been perfect thus far, but that one's not going to be caught. Ball loose in the backfield. Nebel's just trying to run around at this point, and he'll be brought down. So, no good. So it'll stay 55 to 12. Cumberland leads after the bad snap there on the extra point. So Cumberland still leads 55 to 12. As Cumberland with another good drive. Used up a lot of clock. I know that it's a running clock, and that helped, but able to keep the drive alive a couple times. And Cumberland now looking to put this one away. As Nebel will be on to kick this one off. As Tri County will be setting up momentarily for the return. 55 12, Pirates lead as we close in on the end of this game. With the running clock now, it's only a minute 40 left to go. As Nebel is lined up, we await the kickoff. As Nebel will be kicking it off, there's the kick. It'll be a low kick. It'll be corralled at about the 20-yard line. And looking to set up the return. Ball's on the ground. Tri County able to get it though, so it'll be Tri County football. 
Grand Canyon football here with one minute left. And we'll see how many plays we get from the Titans. As Tri-County still in the huddle. Now they'll look to break the huddle. Just 10 seconds left in the play clock. They really have to hurry up. I don't even know if they'll get this one off. As now we got penalties. And it'll be a false start on Tri-County. With 14 seconds left, and I don't think we'll get another playoff. As that will do things here from Tri-County. It looks like they are going to try and get one playoff as Tri-County. They will take the snap and brought down behind the line. And that will do it. As the Pirates get the win here tonight. 55 to 12. We will take a break. When we come back, we'll have a look at stats as well as we will talk with Coach here in just a moment. You're listening to Come on Parent Football on WCRA. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer your small business deserves big coverage and that's what cuts insurance and grinnell mutual provide we protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly keep your sights set on the future trust in tomorrow contact dave cuts your local grinnell mutual agent at cuts insurance today for all your business insurance needs trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of grinnell mutual reinsurance company Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generators spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winters. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like.
But Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer windows doors siding and anything in between find it all right at scott's building center scott's can service your needs with lumber hand power tools plumbing electrical supplies paints and stains plus they offer a rental center scott's is the largest milwaukee dealer in the area support your local teams with an orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer welcome in the cumberland pirates football postgame show on 99.5 1077 wcra welcome back here to tri-county high school as the pirates get the win here today final score of 55 to 12 let's take a look at those numbers for you first for the cumberland pirates olmstead three for three throwing the football for 30 yards and a touchdown he also had seven carries for 14 yards and a touchdown as well. Blake McMeekin, this was a Blake McMeekin game. 13 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns, one catch for 16 yards and a touchdown. It was Kaiser, seven carries for 50 yards and a touchdown, one catch for two yards. Uh, Kelly Beerman, three carry, uh, two carries for eight yards. It was Logan Gerhardt, two carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. Also, Cade McMeekin had a catch for 11 yards uh, and one, one carry for 11 yards, one catch for 12 yards. 
Um, who else we got? We got uh, Hudson McElravey, one carry for 14 yards. Chase Farth, three carries for six yards. Sawyer Wellbaum, one carry for three yards. Um, Dulong, one carry for 19 yards and a touchdown. Also, we had Griffin Saylor, one catch for 16 yards as well. Cumberland, two penalties for 25 yards, no turnovers for the Pirates, and 14 first downs for Cumberland. For Tri-County, it was Pollock, went 3 for 11, throwing the football for 40 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. It was Watson, three carries for 25 yards, one catch for 29 yards, and that touchdown. It was Wolf with three carries for 19 yards. Uh, also, Hole had two carries for three yards. It was Kibler, 15 carries for 44 yards. Uh, Paul had 15 carries for 44 yards. Um, check that. Paul had six carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. It was uh, Logan, one catch for two yards. And it was Houlihan, one catch for nine yards. Three penalties for 25 yards for Tri-County. Two turnovers as well for the Titans. And they ended up having uh, eight total first downs. And Coach Watkins joins us here on the postgame show. And, uh, Coach, a uh, big win today for the Pirates. Getting that all-important fifth win. Uh, tell me about today's game. Uh, it was not bad, really. I, mean, I thought we played pretty well. We uh Kind of had a game plan coming into it, and we executed it. We thought we could run the ball, and we did a pretty good job of that. Um, the defense played, you know, for the most part pretty well again, and mm-hmm. we didn't turn the football over, and we had very few penalties. So that's kind of a, a recipe for success for us. I have you down two penalties for 25 yards uh, total, and like you said, no turnovers. Um, those are the things that we've talked about multiple times, of making sure we, we clear those things up to, to be successful, and we can see what happens when the criminal Pirates do that. Yeah, yeah, and it's, again, we've preached it all year long, and, you know, as, as a coach, you understand the importance of that. I think hopefully our kids are, are starting to understand it, too. Now, obviously, saw him play later on. Blake Meekin was a little shaken up on a play. How's he doing? He's fine. Yeah. Um, if we needed, if it was a closer game, he would have kept, I talked to him about yeah. it, and then, um, he said he just, it's kind of some, he's got soreness in his knee. He kind of got tackled down there. Um, he took a series off and came back, and you saw after that happened, he still probably yep. had multiple rushes yep. for, you know, and scored a touchdown or two after that. So he's good. If it was a different circumstances in the game, he would have continued to play, but we didn't think there was any need in risking it. How important was it to get some of those younger classmen to have some varsity minutes here in a, in a game this late in the season? It's great. I love it. I feel like in the years past, you know, the reason we've had success is because a lot of the games we get those kids. You know, this season we haven't done it as much, you know, as maybe we have in the past, but um, it's huge. Um, they still play on Monday nights, you know, and we get everybody playing time, and we're more concerned about just getting kids playing time. Yeah, we want to win, but, you know, at those lower levels, Anytime you can get them uh, varsity time, it, it makes your program much better, I feel like. And fifth win, playoff eligible now. Obviously, still want to get another win to guarantee a playoff spot, not have to worry about points. But how important is it, uh, I thought after the game, that the team getting pictures there on the sideline, how important is it to get the fifth win here today? It's kind of get a little monkey off your back, you mm-hmm. know, but we've still got – we're not happy. We're not content, you know, with we want to go out. And we've talked about one week at a time, but at the same time, you know, bigger picture in mind and – we really want to host a home playoff game. And mm-hmm. if you stub your toe in one of these two games, you're more likely not going to. If you get to seven wins, you have a chance. You know, it's it's, a, it's an okay chance. Um, but if you get to – if you have six wins, there's not really – the way it's looking, a much mm-hmm. of a chance of getting a home game. So, you know, we're focused on week to week. We'll get to care of this week. Uh, and then move on to next week against a, a very talented Comas team. Speaking of next week against the Comas, facing a team for the first time. Uh, don't really know much about them. A team that's playing for their playoff life. 
um, a team that will be hosting this game. There's a lot of unknown factors, and it's always dangerous facing a team that you know has nothing to lose and everything to gain. Tell me what you think about uh, heading into next week against Tacoma with a short week, being it, that today's Saturday. It's going to be tough. It's, it's, I was I watched them week one. I got a chance to win all the rainout games, mm-hmm. and they're good. And they're, and they're playing better football right now. Um, they I wasn't able to go to the game last night. They played Sullivan last night, and I was able to listen to it on the radio most of it. And it's a 22-22 ball game mm-hmm. with like a minute left, and then Sullivan goes ahead and scores late. So that tells you what kind of you know talent they have. They're a young team. Um, they're young. They got two sophomore running backs. They're they're going to be a load. Um, a good offensive line. And again, it's just the unfamiliarity about going over to a place we've never been at. I don't even know if I've ever been in Tacoma, mm-hmm. let alone you know played a football game there. Um, so there's yeah, there's a lot of factors that that we don't know about. But we just got to come and have a great week of practice next week and make sure that we're doing the things that we've been coached to do. And um, if we can do that, that'll give us a chance. I feel like. All right, coach. Well, thanks for joining us post game. Congratulations on the win, and we'll talk to you next Friday. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Watkins joining us here on the post-game show. We greatly appreciate it. So for Coach joining us here post-game, as well as for uh, Will back at the studio, getting us on off the air, this is Eric Fry. Sam Pires win tonight 55-12. to Have a great and a safe rest of your weekend. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. 